Good evening. Welcome, welcome to evening prayer for the 29th of June, 2019, the day that we remember St. Peter and St. Paul. Our readings for this evening are Psalm 97 and 138 and Galatians chapter 2 verses 1 through 9. You are no longer strangers and sojourners, but citizens together with the saints and members of the household of God. Dear friends in Christ, here in the presence of Almighty God, let us kneel in silence and with penitent and obedient hearts confess our sins, so that we may obtain forgiveness by his infinite goodness and mercy. Most merciful God, we confess that we have sinned against you in thought, word, and deed, by what we have done and by what we have left undone. We have not loved you with our whole heart. We have not loved our neighbors as ourselves. We are truly sorry and we humbly repent. For the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, have mercy on us and forgive us that we may delight in your will and walk in your ways to the glory of your name. Amen. Almighty God, have mercy on us. Forgive us all our sins through your gracious Jesus Christ. Strengthen us in all goodness and by the power of the Holy Spirit, keep us in eternal life. Amen. O God, make speed to save us. O Lord, make haste to help us. Praise to the holy and undivided Trinity, one God, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. O gracious light, pure brightness of the ever-living Father in heaven, O Jesus Christ, holy and blessed, now as we come to the setting of the sun, and our eyes behold the vesper light. We sing your praises, O God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. You are worthy at all times to be praised by happy voices. O Son of God, O giver of life, and to be glorified through all the worlds. Psalm 97. The Lord is King. Let the earth rejoice. Let the many coastlands be glad. Clouds and thick darkness are all around him. Righteousness and justice are the foundation of his throne. Fire goes before him and consumes his adversaries on every side. His lightnings light up the world. The earth sees and trembles. The mountains melt like wax before the Lord, before the Lord of all the earth. The heavens proclaim his righteousness and all the peoples behold his glory. All worshippers of images are put to shame, those who make their boast in worthless idols. All gods bow down before him. Zion hears and is glad, and the towns of Judah rejoice because of your judgments, O God. For you, O Lord, are most high over all the earth. You are exalted far above all gods. The Lord loves those who hate evil. He guards the lives of his faithful. 
He rescues them from the hand of the wicked. Light dawns for the righteous, and joy for the upright in heart. Rejoice in the Lord, O you righteous, and give thanks to his holy name. Psalm 138 I give you thanks, O Lord, with my whole heart. Before the gods I sing your praise. I bow down toward your holy temple and give thanks to your name for your steadfast love and your faithfulness. For you have exalted your name and your word above everything. On the day I called, you answered me. You increased my strength of soul. All the kings of the earth shall praise you, O Lord. For they have heard the words of your mouth. They shall sing of the ways of the Lord. For great is the glory of the Lord. For though the Lord is high, he regards the lowly, but the haughty he perceives from far away. Though I walk in the midst of trouble, you preserve me against the wrath of my enemies. You stretch out your hand, and your right hand delivers me. The Lord will fulfill his purpose for me. Your steadfast love, O Lord, endures forever. Do not forsake the work of your hands. Praise to the holy and undivided Trinity, one God, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. My soul proclaims the greatness of the Lord. My spirit rejoices in God my Savior, for he has looked with favor on his lowly servant. From this day, all generations will call me blessed. The Almighty has done great things for me, and holy is his name. He has mercy on those who fear him in every generation. He has shown the strength of his arm. He has scattered the proud in their conceit. He has cast down the mighty from their thrones, and has lifted up the lowly. He has filled the hungry with good things, and the rich he has sent away empty. He has come to the help of his servant Israel, for he has remembered his promise of mercy, the promise he made to our fathers, to Abraham and his children forever. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Reading from Galatians, chapter 2, verses 1 through 9. Then after fourteen years I went up again to Jerusalem with Barnabas, taking Titus along with me. I went up in response to a revelation. Then I laid before them, though only in a private meeting with the acknowledged leaders, the gospel that I proclaim among the Gentiles, in order to make sure that I was not running or had not run, in vain. But even Titus, who was with me, was not compelled to be circumcised, though he was a Greek. But because of false believers, secretly brought in, who slipped in to spy on the freedom we have in Christ Jesus, so that they might enslave us, we did not submit to them even for a moment, so that the truth of the gospel might always remain with you. And from those who were supposed to be acknowledged leaders, 
What they actually were makes no difference to me. God shows no partiality. Those leaders contributed nothing to me. On the contrary, when they saw that I had been entrusted with the gospel for the uncircumcised, just as Peter had been entrusted with the gospel for the circumcised, for he who worked through Peter, making him an apostle to the circumcised, also worked through me in sending me to the Gentiles. And when James and Cephas and John, who were acknowledged pillars, recognized the grace that had been given to me, they gave to Barnabas and me the right hand of fellowship, agreeing that we should go to the Gentiles and they to the circumcised. Hear what the Spirit is saying to God's people. Thanks be to God. Let us affirm our faith together with the Apostles' Creed. I believe in God the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord. He was conceived by the power of the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary. He suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day he rose again. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. God be with you, and also with you. Let us pray. We will use again intercessory prayers for healing. We will use the prayers found on page 30 of Enriching Our Worship, Volume 2. Let us name before God those for whom we offer our prayers. Let's all pause now and bring up particular and specific names. I pray for Debbie, for Jack. Let us offer our prayers for God's healing, saying, Answer our prayer. Holy God, source of health and salvation, answer our prayer. Holy and mighty, wellspring of abundant life, answer our prayer. Holy immortal one, protector of the faithful, answer our prayer. Holy Trinity, the source of all wholeness, answer our prayer. Blessed Jesus, your holy name is medicine for healing and a promise of eternal life. Answer our prayer. Jesus, descendant of David, you healed all who came to you in faith. Answer our prayer. Jesus, child of Mary, you embrace the world with your love. Answer our prayer. Jesus, divine physician, you sent your disciples to preach the gospel and heal in your name. Answer our prayer. Jesus, our true mother, you feed us the milk of your compassion. Answer our prayer. Jesus, son of God, 
You take away our sin and make us whole. Answer our prayer. Jesus, eternal Christ, your promised spirit renews our hearts and minds. Answer our prayer. Grant your grace to heal those who are sick. We pray to you, O God. Answer our prayer. Give courage and faith to all who are disabled through injury or illness. We pray to you, O God. Answer our prayer. Comfort, relieve, and heal all sick children. We pray to you, O God. Answer our prayer. Give courage to all who await surgery. We pray to you, O God. Answer our prayer. Support and encourage those who live with chronic illness. We pray to you, O God. Answer our prayer. Strengthen those who endure continual pain and give them hope. We pray to you, O God. Answer our prayer. Grant the refreshment of peaceful sleep to all who suffer. We pray to you, O God. Answer our prayer. Befriend all who are anxious, lonely, despondent, or afraid. We pray to you, O God. Answer our prayer. Restore those with mental illness to clarity of mind and hopefulness of heart. We pray to you, O God. Answer our prayer. Give rest to the weary and hold the dying in your loving arms. We pray to you, O God. Answer our prayer. Help us to prepare for death with confident expectation and hope of Easter joy. We pray to you, O God. Answer our prayer. Give your wisdom and compassion to health care workers that they may minister to the sick and dying with knowledge, skill, and kindness. We pray to you, O God. Answer our prayer. Guide those who search for the causes and cures of sickness and disease. We pray to you, O God. Answer our prayer. Jesus, Lamb of God, answer our prayer. Jesus, bearer of our sins, answer our prayer. Jesus, redeemer of the world, answer our prayer. Our mother who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy queendom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Compassionate God, you so love the world that you sent us Jesus to bear our infirmities and afflictions. Through acts of healing, he revealed you as the true source of health and salvation. For the sake of your Christ, who suffered and died for us, conquered death, and now reigns with you in glory. Hear the cry of your people. Have mercy on us. 
make us whole, and bring us at last into the fullness of your eternal life. Amen. Almighty God, whose blessed apostles Peter and Paul glorified you by their martyrdom, grant that your church, instructed by their teaching and example, and knit together in unity by your Spirit, may ever stand firm upon the one foundation, which is Jesus Christ our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. O God, the source of eternal light, shed forth your unending day upon us who watch for you, that our lips may praise you, our lives may bless you, and our worship on the morrow give you glory. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Keep watch, dear God with those who work or watch or weep this night, and give your angels charge over those who sleep. Tend the sick, gracious Christ. Give rest to the weary, bless the dying, soothe the suffering, pity the afflicted, shield the joyous, and all for your love's sake. Amen. Now is the time when we share our um, thoughts on the readings. So I shall do that. Our second psalm, Psalm 138, spoke to me this evening. Firstly, the first verse, I give you thanks, O Lord, with my whole heart. How many times are we half-hearted in giving to God? Too many, I think. Um, forgive me if I talk too much or at too much length about my personal stuff, but I mentioned earlier that a relationship that I was in ha has ended, and a good part of that was that my partner could not give of themselves with their whole heart because a piece of them was kind of stuck in the past. I think I mentioned this. And we kind of do the same thing to God, I think. We're not fully present with God for a multitude of reasons. Distraction, wounding. We don't bring our complete and whole selves before God. And quite frankly, I think it's a travesty when we don't bring our whole selves before God because we are afraid to let God see the pieces. I had a pastor once who said that we shouldn't say negative things in prayer because the devil hears them, snatches them, and uses them against us. I think that's crap. I think that God takes everything and lovingly transforms it in us. God synthesizes our parts. We have to bring God everything, even when it's broken and fragmented and we bring it still cutting us to ribbons, all the little pieces. God just doesn't put it back together. God makes it some, makes us something new. So God, take my whole heart, take my whole person, take all that I am and all that I have, and make me 
a new creation in you. Amen. I love the way that verse 3b puts it. You increased my strength of soul. That's really the muscle that matters, right? That's really all that matters is increasing strength of soul. Increase of money doesn't fix things. Increase of love doesn't even fix things. Unless it's godly agape love. That's different, right? Gain bothers me so much that we only have the one word for love, but I don't want to get sidetracked here. Increase my strength of soul. What a beautiful way to put that. God, we come to you with our whole hearts and we ask you to increase our strength of soul. Amen. And then interestingly enough, 6b, but the haughty he perceives from far away because they are far away from him. He understands them, but they keep him in distance. May we let God up in and close, and God and God alone, may we block out all others, but allow God right, right here. And then it's interesting here, his right hand delivers. We also do a little research on why the right hand is important. But it says, the Lord will fulfill his purpose for me. God will bring us to our purpose. We don't have to strive and thrash and earn. We just do what God wills. And yes, there is striving sometimes, and there is thrashing, and there is churning. And, and I'm not saying that that's not okay, but... But when we move within God's will, we move naturally toward God's purpose for us. God will bring it to us. We seek God first and foremost, just like it says, above all things. And God brings us to what we need, to where we're meant to be. And then a common verse in the Psalms, Your steadfast love, O God, endures forever. I am reminded all too much lately that only God's anything is forever. Anything that is human or earthly, it is governed by time. Only God is forever. That means a lot of things to me. Still grieving the lot, untimely loss of my friend and the untimely loss of my relationship, the untimely loss of my father many, many years ago. I don't know what it means for you, but I give that verse to you as a gift. God is forever. God's love is steadfast and endures forever. Amen. Right, our New Testament reading about the apostles. So speaking of timeliness, we are told here that Paul, after 14 years, went up again to Jerusalem. Time. 
and being in close relationship with God so that we can discern God's time and travel where and when God would have us because it's not just about being in the right place. It's about being in the right place at the right time because the place is different in a different time. God, may we draw so close to you that your timing becomes the beat of our heart. Amen. Forgive me if I'm a little maudlin. I'm exhausted and grieving. <laughs> so bear with me. Thank you. Then I want to talk here about this. For he who worked through Peter, making him an apostle to the circumcised, also worked through me in sending me to the Gentiles. God sends different messengers to different peoples. We've talked a little bit before about how it's not just one way. There's not just one path to God. And I think it's so important to remember that messenger, God's messengers are the same way. He doesn't pick you or me to say everything to everybody. He picks different people to give different words to in different times and contexts. And that is perfect and right. And he does have ways of reaching everyone all across the world, even if we don't understand it. There are, there are none who are out of God's reach. We might not be able to reach our minds forward to understand it. They are not out of God's reach. And we should be ready clearing ourselves out to fill up with God when he goes forth to send us or when he when he sends us forth here we have the right hand again they gave to Barnabas and me the right hand of fellowship I'm just not really sure about that I'm going to make a note to look it up but I'm thankful for this special evening prayer and this time with you I appreciate you all very much God, you now have set your servant free to go in peace as you have promised. For these eyes of mine have seen the Savior, whom you have prepared for all the world to see, a light to enlighten the nations and the glory of your people Israel. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Almighty God, you have given us grace at this time with one accord to make our common supplication to you. And you have promised through your well-beloved Son that when two or three are gathered together in his name, you will be in the midst of them. Fulfill now, O Lord, our desires and petitions as may be best for us, granting us in this world knowledge of your truth and in the age to come life everlasting. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. The grace of Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us all evermore. Amen. <laughs>